Pulp MX Network production. Pulp MX fans, we're 550 plus shows and counting thanks to your support of our sponsors. Get the Pulp MX app for iOS and Android today. Save money with discount code PULPMX at btosports.com and click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com for all other online purchases. It's the BTOsports.com Steve Mathis Show, presented by Fox Racing on RacerXOnline.com. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com. Use the code PULPMX when you're checking out to save yourself money. And uh, Fox Racing, foxhead.com. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. I thought um, with the GP season going as crazy as it has been, and uh, our, our Ryan Villapoto just announcing his retirement, and uh, kind of just get an overall sense of how things are going. I thought uh, there'd be only one man to call for that. He is a former world champion, former supercross champion, former national champion, now working with Honda uh, Europe and the GPs. Uh, Jean-Michel Bale, uh, bonjour, JMB. Hey, hello. How are you? Good. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. No, no problem. Um, look, you've been, you've been, you've, You've done everything there is to, in moto on both sides of the of the ocean, but this year's Grand Prix series has been really crazy. Injuries and drama, and and now we have this uh, French Roman Fabra. He's taking off with this. Uh, it's been a weird season, hasn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. Actually, it was you know the 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 scenario was you know the best possible. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we have some strong uh, European guy. And uh, we have um, one uh, American star coming to race against them. So, right. you know, the championship was looking uh, very good at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was exciting. It was, it was and, great. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody was waiting for the first race to see what was uh, going to happen. And actually, I was, you know, I was very happy to see uh, Ryan coming for the, for the world championship because, you know, it's, uh, it's a big challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, you... You, you know me, maybe not everybody knows me in America now, he's a young guy, but I love challenge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was world champion, 125-50, and I, I take the challenge to go to America, and uh, that, I was so happy to see Ryan Miroboto doing the same thing. And, uh, you know, it was, it was great to have him uh, racing in a, in a world championship. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it was awesome. It was it was going to be yeah an epic series, no doubt. Ryan Villapoto at the top of his at his game, just like kind of you were when you came over. Um, it didn't quite work out that way. Uh, he won a GP, he won Thailand, um, did well, um, but the other ones he wasn't quite the same. What did you see from your side of the fence? I mean, look, you're working for Honda, you're working for Gauthier Paulin and Bobrashev, his competition. But what did you see uh, from Ryan early in the season? Well, you know, I, I see, uh, you know, uh, what uh, this is normal. You know, the guys coming from from US to race the World Championship, uh, the tracks are very different. Um, uh, uh, the the world is very different. You know, the, the around around the bike and everything is so different. So you get to get used to it. Mm-hmm. And what I saw is uh, at the first race, I, I 
I just saw that he was not ready for it, you know, because he, he, he didn't did any race before the first, the first race in Qatar, and uh, his bike was not so good set up, and he was not ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think, it, uh, from uh, from my side, I I, I say I, I thought it, he think it was going to be more easy than that. And uh, you know, you you never want to underestimate the people you are racing against because. You know, those guys are racing since many years, and uh, they know how to ride a bike on a European track. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and you know, I was, I, I was, you know, quite disappointed after the first race in Qatar. And uh, I tell you what, when he won in uh, Thailand, I was uh, one of the first ones to check his hand because mm-hmm. I was happy for him. Because, you know, when, when a guy like this is racing against the best European, you want to see him fighting for the, for the win, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but... I think it was not easy for him because he won Thailand, but after he got back and it was still difficult to, to race in front. And, uh, well, I don't know. I think he, he get tired of it or, yeah, and after he get hurt. But, uh, I think he get up because he was already, you know, riding, you know, um, you know, he was riding over his limits, you know, to try to follow the guy. Mm-hmm. It, uh, yeah, it was, so, some- yeah. It, it was surprising to see him, I, I, and it was classic um, sort of GP style. He goes out in Thailand on Saturday, and he crushed the Saturday qualifier. Well, the, you know, it was plus 30 Celsius. It was plus 35 Celsius. And so everybody's oh, yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, he's back, he's back. Well, he got tired in the second moto because of the extreme temperatures. And the GP riders, I'm sure, if you were to talk to Gauthier or Antonio, they knew that. This Saturday qualifier isn't a place to go all out, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, the the racing is different than, than America, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you have to get you have to get used to it. You have to to learn. You have to uh, to know how it work, is working and try to find your way to 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 get better and better every race. But it's not as easy as that. You know, you don't, you don't come you know and you win right away. Mm-hmm. When I came to America for my first Supercross, I got last. <laughs> yeah. I qualified for the main, and I got last for the two first race. I got last. And everybody was saying, oh, hey, GMD is world champion, but he's last in a supercross. But, you know, you, you got to stay there and, uh, you know, keep learning mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, you, know, uh, you know, try to walk and get better and better. But you have to learn everything again. It, uh, it was surprising to see him retire. Um, you know, obviously he got hurt. He could have came back near the end of the year. I understand his team over yeah, there. Yeah, you know. I, I have difficulty to understand, you know. Because you know, I, I, I you know, I, I have a, I am a big fan of of, of American rider. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of America racing. I am, a, I was fan of uh, Ryan Villopoto for what he does in all his career, Supercross Championship and everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you take the challenge to come to Europe and to race, you know, in Europe, uh, well, you try to finish the challenge. Even if you get hurt, you can always come back and. Uh, you know, and you can always show to people that maybe you didn't win, but you, you know, you have the fighting spirit mm-hmm. in your heart, and you show to people then you are, you know, then you are a champion. You know, because a champion is not a champion only when he's winning; he's a champion also when he's losing. And uh, and this is very important, I think, if you want to get, you know, a real a real champion is to know how to lose also. And uh, and I'm I'm quite disappointed to to see him. Running away the, the the world championship at least because he just give a, 
uh, a bad uh, memory for everybody, and uh, he, done, he, did, he did not deserve that, you know, uh, because of the, what he's done in the past, you know, he deserved mm-hmm. more than that. So I'm quite disappointed about that because I feel bad for him, and also I feel bad for for all the American writers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, in the future, uh, some American writers may think twice about going over there. I think, based on what how Ryan did. Yeah, but many writers in the past uh, did the challenge. You know, I mm-hmm. think uh, the first one I know, you know, to my name because he's a friend, but was Danny Apple. Uh, yeah. I think it was Bud Lackey also. And mm-hmm. those guys just came to Europe and tried to be world champion, but you can talk to them and they will tell you that it's not easy because. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the European, you know, the, the way, you know, we live in Europe is quite different than America. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you have to change country every, every race and you have to speak a different language and you have to, you know, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you have to travel a lot and for sure it's different than uh, racing a national championship in, uh, in the US. I had a couple of people over there tell me, and, and I think you agree, to not do any preseason races over there was a mistake, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a big mistake because what happened in Qatar uh, 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 was going to happen, you know, one month before right. some race. Mm-hmm. And he, he has some time to work on it and he has some time to set up the bike. And I think that, and also for him, he didn't race outdoor for so many, for a long time before the Qatar race. Mm-hmm. So I think for him, yeah, this was a, a mistake from him and also from his team to not uh, push, you know, hard to make him race Yeah, the first, the first race. Yeah, I think even I'll... for us, you know, we went, we, we you know, with Gauthier, he was his, his first season with Honda, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't want to go to Qatar for his first race with Honda. We we went to do some race in Sardinia, Italian Championship, to mm-hmm. yeah, to get some start, to get some pressure, and to get used to the bike, you know, under mm-hmm. this kind of condition, racing condition. Hey, thanks for listening to the BTOSports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Race tech people, racetech.com. These guys have been in business for over 30 years, supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension to everyday racer. There's a lot of top suspension guys in the pits that got their start with race tech. Trust me on this. There's more than a few guys that have learned underneath Paul Feed and gone on to, uh, to great things. Paul Feed, the original suspension guru. I guarantee you, eh, probably... 82.7% of you people listening to this podcast need some sort of suspension work, whether it's uh, just a simple oil change with new bushings and seals, give your bike some love, whether it's the right spring rate for your weight and or speed, or maybe you just need some revalving on the machine to uh, help you uh, take first place in that Chicken Licks Raceway. Something something uh, on your bike needs attention for race tech. I guarantee you. Freeze, Gilmore. Some of the guys just using uh, Race Tech Privateer Proven. They work with uh, Ben LeMay also. They're back with Ben LeMay. And uh, they offer a full line of Race Tech High Performance Springs. These springs are called High Performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. You want to save 10% at uh, Race Tech? Go to Pulp MX 2015 when you order. You can save 10% at Racetech.com. And they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast. And we thank you guys. All right. Back to the show. DirtCheapHelmets.com is dedicated to protecting your head and your wallet. The site is hands down the coolest and easiest to use in the helmet world. DirtCheapHelmets.com is the one-stop shop to get helmets for you and everyone you love without breaking the bank. We have helmets for our grand opening starting at $40 and that includes free shipping. 
These are all new helmets that we get a great deal on and pass the savings on to the customer. This includes free shipping on all helmets and a no-hassle exchange policy. We have a wide range of brands including Fly, HJC, Chewy, G-Max, and more. Podcast customers can get 5% off these already smoking good deals by using promo code RIDERX. Also, too, I think a lot of his testing was done in the U.S., and again, I, the, things are different over there. I don't know if that was a great way to test, you know, uh, on Southern California tracks uh, or Florida or wherever. After, you know, it's difficult to, to speak when you don't know exactly what was the testing. I don't know exactly what was the testing. Right. Uh, but, yeah, for sure. What, what I, I'm sure is the, the tracks are different in Europe than in the U.S. It's, 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 not, it's the same. It's a motocross. We're talking about motocross. But the way they, they make the track, the way they prepare the track, it's very mm-hmm. different in Europe and America. So for sure, yeah, the setting is quite different. You yourself, how are you enjoying your new role? You're back at the races. You're working, like I said, with HRC and Paul Lynn and Bobrashev. And how do you like the new role? A lot of travel and you're back at it a little bit. But uh, talk about it. Yeah, it's a lot of travel. That's for sure. You know, it's not easy. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm quite happy, you know, and, uh, I'm quite happy to, to give back to, to Ryder what I, what I used to do, what mm-hmm. my experience, you know, it's nice to give everything back. Um, of course it's not easy because I, I used to be a good racer and sometimes when they, when they are not doing great, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm quite a little bit, you know, fighting, you know, but I am not on a bike. So nothing I can do, uh, you know, on the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you know, I try to to help them. I try to to make them better. I try to to you know to push them to the limit, and mm-hmm. uh, that's my job. And you know, it's uh, uh, for now. Uh, yeah, I enjoy it. It's right. Um, I, 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 you know, Gauthier signed for two years with Honda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobichet signed again for one more year. I saw that. Yeah. So I think I will. I, I will do the the job also next year. I didn't sign yet, but I think I will do the mm-hmm. same job because it's it's nice also for a rider to give back his uh, his experience to, to other people. You know. Right. I, when I am at home looking the Grand Prix, I feel a little bit stupid to to know so many things and and cannot cannot help people who need help. You know? So. I'm quite happy to, to do the job. Oh, that's good. Uh, Goche's season, up and down. Uh, he won a little while ago, maybe a month or so ago. He dominated. He had a pretty mm-hmm. good pretty good German races. In between uh, some so-so races, he's fourth in the points, 351 points. So he's like 60-something down on Roman Febre. But what, what do you make of uh, Goche's season so far? Well, like you say, it's up and down. Um, uh, sometimes it's unbelievable he's doing things on the bike and you know it's very high level and sometimes he's making like a you know small mistake and stupid mistake and sometimes it doesn't feel good so you know I, we are working to try to make him comfortable with the bike and to try to make him comfortable with the team uh it's different for him you know the, last year he was a little bit uh, at kawasaki he was uh, his team you know because mm-hmm. He made the team for him, right. and now he's racing for the big HRC team Honda. You know, uh, we have a lot of uh, you know Japanese with us, so it's quite the, the team is very different feeling than what he used to be. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, he, he, now he's working on it, and uh, he understands how how this works, and and uh, he, he, you know he's gonna get better and better for sure. Right, right, and uh, yeah. What what about this Fabric kid? 
<laughs> he's coming out of nowhere. I mean, we, you know, uh, we, we thought he'd yeah. be good, but not this good, right? I tell you what, you know, I'm surprised also. He's 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 good rider. He's he's, he's riding very good. And uh, you know, sometimes you can say, "Oh, this guy has a lot of luck," you know. Yeah. But no, he's riding very good, he, and he don't make any mistake. He goes fast, and uh, yeah, it's unbelievable the way he's riding, you know, because um, you know many people try to catch him, but he goes so fast, <laughs> and he's also quite smart. Yeah. So, it's so rocky, it's so rocky, but he, he didn't make so much mistake. And I tell you what, in, in Majora, in Majora, he crashed on a first lap. Yeah. And uh, he, he bent his underbars, but he bent it not, not a little. I saw that, he, yeah. He, he big bend, unbelievable. <laughs> and he's got no front brake. In Majora, you know, with all right, the, the hills, yeah. he's got no front brake. And he, he, he jumped on a bike, go back to the race, and uh, he wants to go on Prix. He got, I think, fifth or sixth, or yeah, maybe fifth during the second model, mm-hmm. and he won the Grand Prix. And uh, you know, I was quite happy to see that because you know how it is. You know, I used to to watch race. You know, like uh, David Bailey, Johnny Obama, all mm-hmm. those guys. And uh, uh, you know, I thought I would never saw that again. You know, this kind of uh, <laughs> of uh, of uh, bravo. You know, of right. brave people. You know. You, you know, like, I think the last guy uh, riding like this with the underbars like this was Michael Chandler. Yeah, uh, Michael? Magoo. Was, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, it's, it's, I, and I thought I, I would never saw that again. And I was so happy to be able to saw that. You know, I, I was driving in my car after that, going back to my home, and I was smiling in my car alone yeah. because I said, oh, that's great. You know, <laughs> that's what I like motocross because people are, are fighting, you know, they are, right. you know, they are warriors. They want to win. And, and uh, it was great, you know. And this show, uh, the, the, how the guy is, you know, he's just uh, going for it. He, he, he loves racing. And, uh, yeah. He's young and he wants to win the World Championship now. And uh, he's going to, I think, going to do uh, everything he can do to try to win the World Championship. Yeah, it's crazy. No, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah. I talked to uh, David Villeman about this last week. He said his French Nations team is Pauline, Fabra, and Muscan. Do you agree? Is that who you yeah, did? Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right. Um, what's your? Yeah, he's right. He's right because because Fevre, you know, is doing a very good job. So you for sure put him first. And uh, you know, Gauthier Paulin last year did a very good job. He won both models. And you know, then when he's waiting for the French team and with the pressure, he's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Miss came with and Miss came with a result he did in America. He deserves to be in the French team. So for me, it's no question. Right. What's your take on the motor, the AMA series, the American Nationals this year? Obviously, uh, you know you're not there every week or nothing, but I'm sure you're following it. We saw Tomac come out and destroy everybody, and then he's out. And uh, Barsha yeah, won the yeah. last two in a row, so it's been good. Yeah, 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 looking good, you know. But um, yeah, I don't know which. Uh, I think Benji's not going to raise the nation, right? I I don't know. I hear he is. I hear he's not. I, I definitely, I've heard okay, both sides, okay. so I don't know for sure. Okay. Well, for sure the American team is going to be strong, like always, but, you know, he's going to be in France. So it's going to yeah. be, yeah, it's going to be a big race. Um, hey, I saw the GP series went back to the track that was used in 88 for Des Nations, right? Um, for the- uh, 
for yeah, the... Yeah, this year, Villar Fuseco. Right. Oh, yeah, Villar Fuseco, yeah, we went there, yeah, yeah, it was what, nice. What do you remember? Uh, was it nice being back there? Did you did it bring back some memories? I mean, you were on a 125. I think the only guy to beat you one moto was Lachine on a 500. Um, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of it going back there? Oh, it was quite fun. You know, I drove my car, I went across the freeway, because from the freeway there, you can see the track. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came there, I saw the track, and, uh, you know, some light came to my <laughs> to my brain. You know, like, big light everywhere. Like, I remember, you know, because for me, it was nobody, not so much American people know me at this time. Right. Because I was just world champion. Yep. And, uh, I, you know, I want to show also to uh, to LD, to Roger DeCosta, then, you know, I was a good rider, so I give everything I have on this day. And, uh, you know, Ronnie, I think Ronnie Lachine, you know, was talking, who is this guy? You know, he's a 125 <laughs> and he finished <laughs> behind me. Yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. It was quite funny, you know, to race against you know, all the American guys to show them that I, I, I did exist, you know, so that was great. Right, yeah, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a good race, for sure, for, for Lachine and yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Lachine was unbelievable, but... But like always, Lushin with the 500 was uh, uh, always... Uh, also, when I was racing in America against him, mm-hmm. I had fun to watch him. Even when I was second behind him, it was still fun to be second just to watch him. Right? <laughs> right, he, was, yeah. he, was, he was unbelievable on the 500. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, hey, are you... Yeah. I have strong feelings about KTM and Jeffrey Hurling staying down in MX2. Look, he's had some problems this year. He's been hurt. I can't believe he now, oh, yeah. and now he says he wants to race it again next year. Do you do you care? Does this bother you? What what what's your thoughts on this? So uh, it just looks strange from my side because the guy dominates the MX2 for for many years and he's not moving up to 450. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he gets hurt a lot, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about this, but I don't think it's something strange, you know, because for me, when you are a world champion in MX2, the goal you have is to race with the big guys, you know? Right. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's quite... I, I, for me, it's, I, I cannot understand it, you know. It's, it's very strange, so I don't know. I don't know I don't know the kid. I don't right. know so much, but uh, I feel like it's, that's, uh, it's not the, the right way, you know? Yeah, I agree. I just can't believe they're doing it. But whatever, you know, if they want to win titles, yeah. I guess. He yeah, says he, yeah. he wants to go for a hundred yeah, GP. I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I don't think I don't think that's the way to do it. You know, it doesn't. You know, you, you know, the guy is you know is dominated with the MX2, so he should wait with the big guy. It will be a lot more fun to to watch. You know? Yeah, and no, also I, for him, it will be a lot more fun to race against the big guys than race with the with the young guys. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, hey, that's uh, that's all I that's all we got for today. So I just wanted to get you on the phone okay. and, and uh, talk to you a little bit about some of the hot topics in the sport. Thank you for uh, agreeing to take the call. And uh, uh, JMB on the VTOSports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Thank you, uh, JMB. I appreciate it. And we will see you down the road somewhere. Okay. I'll see you in uh, Glen Ellen in California. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. Yeah. See you then. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been the BTOsports.com podcast show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbet is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends. 
and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride and you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 500 more great motocross podcasts. The days and the months and the years.